Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Uh, Eric Delbert, owner of LEPD Firearms and Range, host of On Target, Saturdays at noon here. On News Radio 610 WTVN is joining us now. And uh, Eric Delbert, welcome again to the Mark Blazer Show. How you doing, brother? I'm great. Uh, good to talk to you guys. I know it's been a minute. Hey, um, so, yeah, you too, man. Thank you very much for joining us. I was talking about this earlier. I thought about you. And it wasn't that I um, didn't want to swing by um, LEPD Firearms and Range there on Bethel to grab my shotgun shells. But uh, we're going out of town this weekend, and I was so pressed for time coming to work, I decided to to stop at Meyer to pick up some stuff. And I was just like, "Well, just let me. I'm going to grab some 12 gauge shells. I just had a basic need for some of those. We're going to we're we're going to this uh, sporting club, and it's really cool the way it's all set up where we're going, and you know, shooting uh, clays and stuff and all of that. And, th- and they don't sell they don't sell 12 gauge shotgun shells at, at Meyer. And I was like. The, the, when I asked the guy back in Sporting Goods about it, he, he had this deer-in-the-headlight look like, oh, we don't, we don't sell anything with firearms. We, we don't do any of that here. I mean, he had this, this just this, this whole, I, I don't know. It was just bizarre. I go, do we live in the United States? Like I said that to him, which probably started making him nervous. Then I go up and I'm like checking out some of the other stuff that I bought. And the girl up there, I go, you guys don't sell shotgun shells. I was like, what is that? You know, and she's like, we don't. She thought they did. And I was like, do we live in the United States? I go, what is going on here? I was like, this is ridiculous. I know once upon a time. They sold those. You can usually get those. I mean, I, I and I, th- I guess it's, I don't know, part of uh, all of the violence, the gun violence that continues to happen, I suppose, uh, by lawless people who don't abide by any rules, I suppose, Eric, in this these United States has made it harder on the rest of us to buy something simple like shotgun shells. You know what I mean? It's crazy. I know. it. You know, I remember being able to buy it at Meyer and Walmart. I'm not sure if you can get it at Walmart. You can. I went across the street, and Walmart is across the street. I was on 23 there near Powell Road. They're completely stocked. So I I ended up getting them over there. So, yeah. I I remember buying them specifically at Meyer. hope my wife is not listening because we would go grocery shopping, and I was – I would slip in a couple boxes of ammo with you know, the <laughs> weekly grocery each week. <laughs> some Doritos, some shotgun shells. There we go. All right. That's how I build my stash for a number of years. You know? <laughs> we, we're getting some Ortega uh, uh, taco shells, and then we're getting some Remington shotgun shells. So two different shells, completely different purposes with them. Yeah, so. Correct. <laughs> um, so I saw... I think it, it may have been on the LEPD Firearms and Range Facebook page. There was a still or a picture, I believe, or it could have been a video. I'm not sure. Of uh, It looks like, did that piece that you did for the news, has that run yet? Because I saw, like, I think it was a still. It looked like the, the picture was taken behind the reporter and the photographer who were clearly speaking to you and recording the segment, and you were behind the counter there in the store. Has that run yet, that piece? Yeah, actually, we've done a piece with four, six, and ten. Okay. Okay. Um, 
you know, all concerning the same thing. And there's another piece tonight on a little different topic uh, on Channel 6. Okay, so wh- the uh, the topic, I would imagine there's a lot of questions with regard to issue two, which is legalizing marijuana for recreational consumption. And then there's some other stuff with it. You're able to grow some plants and da-da-da-da-da. Well, that's going to be, that's part of what's being voted on here coming up. Uh, the election uh, is uh, on on Tuesday, November 7th. Early voting clearly underway. I think it's record numbers of early voting is occurring right now. Of course, issue one is the abortion issue. And then issue two is the legalizing marijuana issue. Um with regard to legalizing marijuana and uh, recreational marijuana here in the state of Ohio, how does that affect gun ownership? I would imagine that is, or having a, a, a CCW, that's a, that's something that will affect this, does, does it not? It, it absolutely does, and that's kind of why we went to the stations this week, just to bring people up to speed, because a lot of people don't realize it or they don't know that even though Ohio may uh, approve recreational marijuana, and this also goes, uh, this also is in effect for medicinal marijuana, but even though that may be legal at the state level, it still remains illegal at the federal level, and of course all gun laws are at these federal levels. So even on today's 4473 background check form, which is a standardized form across the entire country, it specifically states in there now, you know, are you an unlawful user or addicted to marijuana? And it says, warning, even if this is legal in your area, it is still um, illegal federally. And what it does, Blazer, a lot of guys don't realize it. It prevents anyone from owning, possessing a firearm, from going to a range, from carrying a firearm. So it has the potential of being a really, really big uh uh, impact to these individuals. Well, so how about if you go into a dispensary and you cannot go anonymously into a dispensary and you have to give them your driver's license? And I had somebody direct message me about this saying, so if I am a gun owner and I have been in a dispensary, I had to give them my driver's license, and this particular person did not have a CCW. They just were in there. They are a firearm owner, and, you know, you're allowed to open carry in the state of Ohio. So um, this person was like, so is there a violation going on? Because they swipe them into a database. What's interesting, though, is they went on to tell me, there is no record of me purchasing anything, and they they claim they did not purchase anything when they were there. They were with somebody who did, and it was a cash transaction because, as you know, you cannot use a credit right. card to buy marijuana. So, what what is or is that getting into a gray area? And it, you know, it would be on a case by case basis. So, it's definitely been an area that's been talked about, and the whole presumption there is. You know, if if medical marijuana or, um, uh, you know, now recreational marijuana is done at dispensaries that are facilitated or licensed by the state, presumably if you have to swipe your driver's license, there is a database. And even though there's been no proof so far, it, it does not go beyond reason to say that, look, you know, is it the next step that they take that database and they dump it into NICS. I mean, NICS is, a, you know, basically a bunch of different databases, once and warrants and domestic violence and everything else, that compiles the NICS database. It's not, it doesn't, you know, it's not too far of a stretch to believe, hey, look, we're going to dump that in there now, too. And, I mean, that really then 
steps it up because that means if someone is at the store purchasing a firearm or they apply for a concealed carry permit, it will you know potentially do that. Again, there's no proof of that. That's all been talk, you know, behind the scenes. But in today's environment, who knows? I mean, it's not, it's not, you know, wouldn't be that far out of the realm. Yeah, um, that's one that I think people are kind of cocking an eyebrow at with regard to issue two. And um, I don't know, quite frankly, (laughs) I don't know how else to say this other than our goofball government can't get their S together especially when it comes to just about every facet of our lives. And then something like this, all of a sudden, what, they, they all, you know, finally woke up and aren't stupid anymore. They're, they're, they're finally able to start connecting dots, but only when it comes to something like this. It's maddening, isn't it? it who knows? Who knows? I mean, there's no, you know, you know, there's nothing. There's been talk for years about changing it at the federal level, but there's nothing in the immediate future that says anything will be changed federally. So, you know, and where this has come into play, and we talked about this on air with one of the stations this week, we've had people come into our store, and they apparently had a medical marijuana card, and they've asked us about completing this question. Hey, how should I answer this question? You know, I have a valid state-issued card. I'm legal, and just with us knowing that, we can't go forward with that transaction. I mean, in today's environment where we have so much pressure from ATF and from above wanting to shut us down for any little reason, we can't take any chances that the person behind the counter isn't an undercover ATF agent or, you know, who knows who they are. And so we have to have, a, you know, a pretty stringent line there if, if we know the transaction has to stop. So what happens then if that person... You know, they don't mention that to you. They just, you know, check the box, no, I'm not addicted to it, so on and so forth. Then it becomes an issue between if they are found out between them and the federal, uh, well, the ATF, right? Right. I mean, you're you're, you're running that risk for an otherwise law-abiding person to potentially, you know, having, you know, potentially lied on a federal form. Um, you know, you can get charged for that, look at Hunter Biden type of thing, but you, you don't know. I mean, will it go to that level? I don't, you just don't know, but there is the potential for it. So it, it's something yeah. that, that, you know, people have to consider. I wonder if somebody at, at that level, too, if they were to, to put, you know, check no in that situation, then they are, I don't know, contacted, let's say. And then they go, yeah, but I'm not addicted to it. I use it for pain, you know, or whatever, and just try to kind of plead that direction. The the last thing they should be doing is telling you specifically, because then you're like, well, game over. <laughs> I can't do anything else. You, you, you said the magic words. And so now it's like, well, I, I can't do anything for you. I can't tell you anything. So. And the other thing, too, that we've seen, and we, and we saw this start to come into play more and more when medical marijuana was approved in Ohio, is for some reason – we seem to see more people coming into the store smelling like pot. Now, I know the medical marijuana isn't a smoked, you know, product, but it seems to be, you know, whether it's the decriminalization of marijuana, more and more people come in smelling like it. And again, in that circumstance, you know, I can't ascertain, you know, if that person has has used it or if it's a friend of theirs or if they're in the wrong place. I don't know. But unfortunately, in those cases, we turn the people around. I mean, we can't afford to, to, to take that chance here yeah. at the store. It's like you can't come in reeking of, uh, of bud and and then you I, – I, you know, it's funny to me how people don't – they can't connect those dots and just come in the way that they're supposed to come in if really everything's on the up and up anyway. So you guys are not – 
in question because you guys are it's really about saving your business it's not like a personal thing with you it's just like hey this is just business and i, right. I mean, would like to we, stay in it <laughs> and we have to abide by the letter of the law in right. this case i mean there's no unfortunately there's just no gray area for us in this and so, so but it, you know we we thought it's at least pertinent information to get out there for people to consider so eric tell me about this the opportunity to verify all the information is correct on a background check into the system and you check the box for race that says white, and, and what exactly happens at that point? So this, so this, was, this was just one of those quirky things. It's probably meaningless, but, you know, in today's environment, you see something like this, and you think, man, if President Trump was, was still president, you can only imagine the allegations against him. So basically what happened the other day, and again, this has no impact on anything other than it caught our eye. Whenever someone completes the background check form, we then have to enter that into the NICS uh, form online. At some point, uh, the form brings up a page to, for us to verify. Did you spell the name right, the birth date right, height, weight, you know, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, double checking. Yeah, yeah. Right. And in a preceding page, when you put in the race and you check the box white, for instance, when that comes up now on that page, that final page, it somehow changes to the word true white. And I looked at that. <laughs> Which is like uh, opposed to fake white. Oh, right. I mean, right. It, it, it's almost like the Nazi days. We were, we're looking for the pure white here. <laughs> I, I mean, and I'm thinking that is just crazy. And can you imagine if, if President Trump was in there and he was in charge of all of this? I mean, now, you know, in all, uh, you know, it, 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 does, it does say that as well now, apparently. If it's uh, if it's black checked as race, it will say true black. But it just it was just you know ironic, a poor choice of words in there. But yeah. in today's environment, it, it certainly you know made us look twice. Yeah, right. And it's the hits keep coming for this ridiculous administration that's in charge right about now, and that's something it feels like that they facilitated for whatever reason too. Because you've been doing this a while, and you haven't seen that before, right? No, it's new. It's a new update. <laughs> True white. That's what That's what you are, Eric. True white. Well, just, that's just... what my T-shirt's going to say, Blaze. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, because it's true. It's true yeah. white. Absolutely. There's no question. Uh, Eric Delbert, owner of LAPD Firearms and Range, host of On Target, Saturdays at noon here on News Radio 610 WTVN. Eric, some good information, man. Some stuff for people to think about as they... Head to the voting polls on Tuesday and uh, and so on and so forth. But thanks for uh, thanks for hanging with us for a few minutes. Appreciate yep, you. Thanks for the time, guys. Be safe out there. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.